Okay, hi guys. Welcome to today's edition of Startup Couches. On the couch today, I'm excited to have Pablo. Pablo is the CEO of MoviePal. Welcome to the couch, Pablo. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Excited to be here. Yes. So on the couch, what we do is we get amazing people who are building great products out in market to the couch where they talk about the product they are building, talk about the journey, the product journey, and then how, you know, how much impact this product is making in our communities, right? So diving right into it, what is MoviePal? And can you tell us how it works? Yes, I'm going to try. It's a very visual application, so I'm going to try just with audio. Um, So it helps you when you want to watch a movie with with friends, it helps you find which movies you both want to watch. So you build your list of movies to watch uh, on your own account, and then you start a watch party with the other person, and they have their own list. And it sort of combines the two lists into a smaller list of just the movies that you both want to watch. And if there's more people that are also joining the movie party, the, the watch party, even if they're not a user, um, they can just join the party and select from those movies and add more movies that they would be interested in. Um, so it's also the problem of being frustrated, like spending half an hour going through movies, trying to find what to watch with friends. Mm. Wow, that's amazing. So with MoviePal, um, if I wanted to do movie night to my guys, all I need to do is to send them a link of my own um, movie selections where they can add theirs or like validate mine. And so what's um, the, the, it just helps in the picking of the movie so that the movie will finally pick would be something that almost everyone would want so like a voting system yeah yeah exactly and actually you wouldn't select the movies like you just use it as your as your list like the same way you use goodreads to have the, the books that you want to read so your amazon wish list you just put the movies there and when everybody does that there's no, there's nothing else yet. You start to watch it, a uh, watch party, add all the people to the watch party and it automatically says, this is the movie that you all want to watch the most. Oh, yeah, that makes, that makes perfect sense. I think that's actually really interesting. Thank you. So, so my next question, Pablo, is how did this start? I'm really, really dying to hear what the founding story is like. So, um, here we can go back a lot because I, I can go back to where I was a, a kid because I always I always loved movies. Uh, even when I was a little kid, I, I, I loved movies. And I've been like collecting, like I want to watch more movies that I have time for. So I've been collecting the list of movies that I've been, like I, that, that I want to watch for many, many years. And my girlfriend does the same thing. And um, and always we have the problem because we both are avid movie watchers and especially when some friends come over going through the movies going through the list of movies like hey, what about watching this movie oh, I've seen it what about that movie oh, I'm not feeling like it what about this other one and it's always so frustrating so one day we were going through that with, with a friend that was coming and my my girlfriend got so frustrated that says can you just build me an app to do this and she said it was <laughs> She thought it was a stupid idea. Like she was just, just like blurting it out. And it's like, hold on, ah, and and she had a, an initial idea of how it would work. But then we started going deeper into it, and and the idea started to evolve into something much more sophisticated. And and that, that's how it it got started. And and oh, talking wow. to friends about the problem, yeah. Wow, 
that's crazy so i have another question which is how how is the user experience like can i be able to see trailers as i pick so if i if i, if I added a movie to my list would i be able to see trailer to that movie so the i am currently developing uh movie pass so it's, it's not out yet uh so these questions the questions of what you can and you cannot do it's all maybe and it depends on what people ask me for um i love trailers um and this is again another interesting one my girlfriend hates watching trailers i love watching trailers uh, <laughs> i used i used to go to the cinema when i live in switzerland they used to in cinemas they play trailers outside on the hall Oh, and they play trailers outside instead of in the theater. Yes, they just have continuous trailers playing, um, playing in the in the hall. So okay. we would we would actually go and and buy a bag of popcorn and popcorn. sit and watch trailers for an hour, and then go homes and watch of those movies. In Switzerland, it takes a long time for the movies to come out in the cinema. So by the time they were in cinema, I could also get them, like see them. Um, Netflix or something, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I love watching trailers. So yes, definitely having trailers in the app is something that I'm that that I'm considering strongly. Oh wow! And so my next question for you is: Who is your core customer segment? I mean, I guess it's going to be movie lovers, people that love movies. But like, um, have you kind of tried to do a kind of customer segmentation of like um, who exactly they are? Um, how was the age? Was the gender? Have you have you tried to do any kind of user research around that? Uh, yeah, so I've been talking to a lot of people about it, and definitely movie lovers, movie buffs, they that, like they want this. Um, they would be heavy users of the social aspects of building the list and so and so on. Um, it seems so far that people that are in the thirties and later um, are more likely to use it. I, I think it's because that's when you start to be uh, more time poor and you start to value your time a lot and ha- spending half an hour choosing a movie is not enjoyable and you don't have half an hour. Um, but you know what's the, 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 the interesting, I think the most interesting segment is the one where the, the, the app was born from, which is couples. Like a lot of people, when I tell them, it's like, oh, yes, I want this for my wife. I want this. I want this for my husband. Um, like selecting movies it's just it's such a pain between the two of us so yes please give it to me <laughs> yeah that makes that makes perfect sense so i actually really really agree to that i think that um a great use case for this is actually couples i personally have this issue with my girlfriend where um, we also you know, struggle to sell her movies. I'm not really good with, with great movies. She has a thing for great movies, but then we still spend at least 20 something minutes, you know, going through movies, going through trailers before we pick something. So this is really, really something that would help me personally. Yeah, and, and there's, 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 a, there's another thing, which is, so you go through, you spend 20 minutes and you select one movie, but actually you, you evaluated a lot of movies. And the next time that you're going to select a movie... You do it all over you, again. Right, where you, you might have already have two movies from those 20 minutes, right? It's like, oh, let's watch this or that. And you select these. And then the next week you start over instead of saying like, let's just watch the next one. It was the next one on the list. Why would we go through it again, right? Exactly. <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense. And so, um, this is really, really early days for you at MoviePal. How long has it been 
building this and you know what would you say growth means to you so far i know it's really really early days but just like um so yeah it's very early days it's uh about three four weeks since i started oh really? um yeah yeah it just so compared to everything else so this is my fourth startup i have done three startups in the past i have exited one um two have failed and i have learned a lot from those failures um and the Movipal feels very different to the previous ones because whenever I would tell people about the, the previous ones, they would go like, uh-huh, okay, yeah, I think that's a good idea. Where with Movipal, it's more like, oh my God, I want it now. Like, can you give it to me now? When is it going to be ready? And it's like, okay, like they are aggressively enthusiastic about the idea. So yeah. it made it made me jump into it much faster than I've been doing with, with, with other ideas. So I'm, I'm now working full-time on it. My... My plan was to do first the traction validation and maybe try to get to a few hundred or a thousand people in the waitlist. But it's growing so quickly that um, I am now building the product because uh, building the product gives me a lot of validation for uh, fundraising. Even though I think the challenge here is making the growth viral. I'm a developer myself. Building the product is not going to be a challenge for me. And I completely lost track of what you asked. Sorry, I started rambling. Um, oh, no, 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 that's fine. I actually um, actually wanted to know how far you've gotten, and this is actually great. So that means you are a solo founder, um, and you are a developer, so you're, you're really just building a product yourself. So how are you thinking about marketing? You're talking about making it viral. How are you thinking about um you know social media um, strategies and things like that how are you thinking about putting this you know product out there out there that's that's a good question and and i think i think the most correct technically answer so far is i don't know i have a lot of hypotheses but but the answer is i don't know um yes i am a solo founder i am working like an insane amount of hours in this per week um and so right now I'm I'm doing a, a mix of social media and um, and paid ads to drive traffic. Um, one thing that I would like to to figure out how to uh, to to crack is to make it more viral, so that the cost of acquisition of users goes down. Even though right now it's not too high, I'm actually I'm actually super satisfied with it. Um, I think one of the ways in which this will spread is because there's uh, there's going to be uh, a very strong network effect in the product itself because the product allows you to connect to your friends every time you run a movie uh, uh, a movie night you connect with those friends and then those friends run movie nights and connect with other people and so on um, it is so i don't know what the shape of that graph is yet it is possible that it is a bunch of unconnected islands and that would be a problem but if instead it's a graph like Facebook, it will it will cost to, for it to have a lot of network effect and be very viral in yeah. how it spreads. And I think the only way to properly know that is to actually release the product, like, like solve the core problem, which is the most important thing, and then release the product and and see it behave. Which I'm planning on doing in like a month or so. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 pretty amazing. And so, um, so far. I don't know how far you have thought of this, but have you thought of exit 
um, strategies for movie power? Like when it gets really, really big, you know, have you ever thought of like how the exits for movie power will be like? Um, no, um, I, I, I'm not, if it works, if I manage to make it work, which I hope I do, um, I'm not intending on, on exiting it. Um, it's, I'm, I'm happy to stay with it for as long as it makes sense. Um, and if you look, if you look at the space, the, the big player in the space is IMDb. It's been running for like how long? 25 years? I mean, IMDb is older than the web. Um, I, ha- I have no problem with that trajectory and, and spend many, many years, decades in, in MoviePile if it's working and growing and, and, and moving forward. Yeah, okay. And so um, tell me more about scaling this. You know, you talked about um, preparing products for getting investors. What are your plans around raising money? Raising money. So one of the lessons that I had from from one of my previous startups is that um, at some point the MoviePal will will have to raise money because it's it's a consumer product uh, that will work through like the revenue for MoviePal will be through affiliate links to the different streaming platforms that will in turn that will eventually turn into into um, partnerships with the with the platform so at some point i need to be able to like pick up the phone and call netflix and said hey netflix you're launching your new thing do you want it in mobipal and it's going to cost this much and so on and obviously netflix is not going to talk to me <laughs> until i have like i don't know 10 million users 100 million users so yeah mobipal is it's one of those ideas that only works at a very very high scale so eventually eventually I will have to raise money um, I am even though I'm not ready to raise money I am planning to get in there very quickly uh, showing traction and showing the product and what I'm doing right now is starting the conversations with, with investors particularly what I care about is investors that are very well connected in the entertainment industry um, I live in London and I have some connections to the entertainment industry here in the UK but obviously, like the, the the big one is Hollywood, right? Uh, yeah. Which is which is where I'm trying to break into. And I, I work for Google, so I'm getting I'm getting a few connections through there. There's a lot of um, angel investors that came out from that that were Googles, and I'm for, I'm part of the network, and I I can get access to them. So that's one of the the things that I'm starting to to do to. To start to have the conversations with the with the with investors and show them show them my progress, show them that I'm serious, and show them that I can execute. Okay, okay, that makes sense. Um, I don't know if you so this podcast is sponsored by some VCs in the US um, who might also be interested in like having an introduction to you. I don't know if this is something you might be open to. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, I mean, this is this is clearly a company that's going to to raise VC money at some point. Like this is the one that you expect to to raise CDA, CB, and so on, until you can really crank up the revenue. Uh, so yes, I am definitely interested in talking to VCs. Okay, okay. Um, I could set that up after this meeting. I think my very last question for you, Pablo, is um, what lesson would you like to pass on to another founder today? I mean, you built um, three startups, you've exited one, and you are on the fourth one. So 
what would you what would be your, like your two biggest startup lessons you would like to pass on to another founder? Oh, that's a hard question, Lotana. Oof. I need to think about it very so yeah, you can think very it carefully. So I'm thinking I'm thinking about in the ways that I have failed in the past. And one of the ways in which I have failed is that whenever I engage with a startup, I became absolutely obsessed with it. Like I don't I'm not a person that wants work life balance. I, I enjoy that obsession. I enjoy working the eight hour weeks uh, wow. building something. And and whenever I do that, the whole world sort of disappears to me. Um, which I mean, I, I enjoy it a lot, but what has happened a few times is that I startup you failed can't... or even even succeeded and I was completely disconnected from the world. And, and that meant that finding co-founders for the next startups, finding investors for the next startup was not easy because, because I haven't nurtured those connections. Um, so constantly nurturing those connections and making sure even even if you're passionate about your startup and obsessed, don't forget to nurture the connections with the rest of the world because at some point you're going to need them. Yeah. Uh, I think that's a that's the biggest lesson. Yeah, that's actually an amazing lesson. And on that note, I'd like to say thank you so much, Pablo, for coming on the couch today. This has been an interesting conversation. What do you think? Thank you very much, Lotana. Thank you for having me. Yeah, and for everyone listening. Um, you already know that every single week we bring you people like Pablo on the couch to share new products with you, to share products out there in the market. So make sure to check out MoviePal. MoviePal has a product for you that is going to solve the problem of selecting movies once and for all. Like, you would really, really, really be blown away. If you've listened to this episode, of course you're blown away. And So make sure you share to your friends, make sure you subscribe. And until next time, see ya.